he's John Ryan. And he is very miserable, Jonathan Prince. <laughs> what are you saying, man? Are we together are? We're together brutally Johnist. Brutally Johnist. One Ash. of us is slightly less brutally Johnist today. One of us is slightly less brutally Johnist today. That would be me, yes, man. Mate, let's just tell people where we're at. Today is uh, Monday the 12th of July, the day after the European um, football or soccer, if you're in America. Soccer ball, man. Soccer ball. Championships. Um, and it was uh, England versus That's Italy. I watched it. Okay, okay. Well, it's England versus <laughs> Italy. Edit, edit, edit. England versus Italy. Um, I was I was rooting for England. Do you know what I mean? Silly boy. And uh, we've had this conversation previously. Many times. Regularly. Uh, yeah, if you've watched some of the back episodes and that, you know how I feel about wearing an England shirt. Wanting to be that, like, not what people expect me to be in an England shirt. You get me? Like, not what people see as this archetypal England shirt wearing, brother. But, boy, after the game, so the result uh, did not land in England's favour. And after the game... Why was that? Why did they lose? Uh, I don't know. For our American colleagues, the defence was good. <laughs> get to it, mate. It's because the three black men missed the penalties and now it's every black man's fought in the country. That's basically what why I was not so, not so happy today. Get to it. Yeah, we got we got to it. We got straight to it. And all I don't want to. I don't want to like. Media. I was just saying I don't want to give all of my energy on this podcast towards no. these these people doing these yeah. things, but I, I also feel it's it's like at the forefront of my of my face. <laughs> shocking, shocking, mate. Shocking. Some of the things that right, I've read. Not surprising. This is it. This it's shocking. Shockingly unsurprising. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can't work out whether uh, in my 40 years of life, when something like this happens and they get such a big voice, is there like more of them, the same amount of them? Like, are they normally hidden? And what, you know what I mean? The same things that yeah. come across my mind. Like, and like, I went into London yesterday, right? Uh, happened to go in just for food. We'd booked it a while we ago. We just happened to go to London. Well, we'd booked it a while ago before we thought that England were getting anywhere near the finals. Do you know what I mean? All that, knowing that the final was on that day. Because let's be honest, if England weren't in the final, many people in the country wouldn't necessarily know the final let's was guess, yesterday. Let's just recap this for our friends in America. So you, in your infinite wisdom, <laughs> got carried away with England and you thought you was English and you got carried away and you thought... It's going to be on that day. And then as they started winning games, you became more and more English as the tournament progressed. Tournament progressed. You even started wearing England shirts to goad me. That was before the tournament had started. And then, <laughs> as, as soon as the last penalty was missed, in case you didn't realise at that stage, you just pointed out that he was a black man and you can never be English. Well, right, so this is it. Yeah, I love the way you just snap straight into it. I would have, lit, I would have skated around that for 20 minutes. Yeah, well, some people may see. Some people. <laughs> I'd have been brutally uh, meandering on the fence on that one. But <laughs> Maybe like... you do that as our next podcast. Brutally meandering. <laughs> um, yeah, man, like, I'm, I'm British, bruv. I'm English, do you know what I mean? And I see myself as English as well. I've said this on previous podcasts. Like, I am English. I was born here. Everything about my, like, I just happen to have an extra culture with me, which is the Caribbean culture. And I consider myself too, to be, that's a, that's a kind of debate there because like I've got dual citizenship. Okay. I don't know whether I want to put that on the podcast. So I might just snap yeah, that back in. You don't even want to be one of us, do you? You know what I'm saying? But no, like when, from when I was a youth and I see a, 
wicked brilliant comic named Masai Graham put a few things up today and like smashing it I'd, I, I would use some of the things that he said if I'd have asked him if I could because I haven't just check out Masai M-A-S-A-I Graham yeah on Facebook or whatever great comedian right but he put a post up about how he's never supported the English team um he's never he's because of how he was dealt with when he was like just he's never supported the English team his parents have always told him you know you know what I mean you're not British you know what I mean it's and I can see you. now from when what happened yesterday I'm going to cut to the point yeah my parents said the same things to me bro not about like you're not British but more like like when I, if I wore an England shirt they'd be like what are you wearing an England shirt for you're not English do you know what I mean like like I, I couldn't understand and fathom as for why they would be so like that and then when I see there's like lots of different like black families and people of that generation all saying the same things. I only realise, I'm a bit slow sometimes, bruv, but I only realise today it's because the people them came here were not accepted, bruv. And they right. can see it still, the same signs of them not being accepted. No matter how hard you work, how much you deliver, you get me? Like, you're still going to be seen upon by certain sections of the society as like, just less of a human, bruv, not even a human. Yep. That's you it. get me? And the thing is, people would say, oh, it's a small section of society. But I'll be honest with you, I cannot believe as such. I wondered, as I said to you, I wondered to myself, oh, is there more of them now? Or is there the same amount? Or is there less of them? They've just got bigger voices because there's social media and that. Ultimately, they're there and they can say certain things about people who happen to have skin colour the same as me and nothing happens. There's yeah. nothing happens for it, bruv. It's like it's, but all it's the social fine. media companies, they can stop their accounts. Come on. you might, If you work with someone, you know his views, just call him out. Look, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to you that there aren't differences in the way or like the way that we see each other. Yeah. And like unconscious bias, they call it now, but put it this way. I'll show you an experience of unconscious bias, a really sure. nice experience. The other day I had a gas man come to my house and um, when the gas man knocked on the door, he, I opened the door and we gave each other the same look, right? But we didn't say anything about it for a few minutes, but we gave each other the same look. I opened the door and I You're looked at him. You're about to come out. You're about to I come out of the him. Yeah. Like, wow. Didn't expect for you to be a black man. Right. And his face mirrored exactly how I was looking at him. Yeah. Like, wow. Didn't expect for you to be a black man. Right. And it wasn't anything negative. Yeah. There was right. nothing negative about that. But he would have a thought. So after about 10 minutes, I'd kind of reference to him. Says, Isn't it funny that when you open the door, do you notice we gave each other the same look? And he goes, oh, what was that? As if to say, he knew what the look was, yeah? And I hey. said to him, "What well, you looked at me like, wow, didn't expect you to be a black man. And I looked at you thinking, wow, didn't expect for you to be a black man. You mean British gas dude? Yeah. <laughs> we, we had a giggle about it, right? Because that was the look we gave each other. And it was funny because we both recognised it. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? There was nothing negative in it, but it was purely unconscious bias, yeah? He didn't expect to walk into this where I live and expect to see a black man. I didn't expect a gas man to be a black man. And maybe because often when I go when a gas man comes around, he's not a black man. And maybe because often when he comes to places like where I live, he's not a black man. And it's nothing, yeah? But it was just a funny moment. So I'm saying, yeah, I know these things exist, but they can exist. We can grow with them rather than them being such a negative thing. Anyway. I just think, I just think these people, with it, they need to come to London and defend statues some more so they can get their ass kicked. Well, I was thinking of a more positive way, yeah? Like of music course. is a healer, yeah? I think oh, yeah, music, music is a healer. Yeah, that would have been my other, my other way of dealing with it. Um, and there's a tune here. I'm just going to play a little piece of it. I'm just going to play it. Oh, 
So. <laughs> the harder they come, the harder they the fall. The harder they come, the harder they fall, Jimmy Cliff. And I thought to myself as well, today was a realisation of that statement that I've not really had before this. As in like, I always thought the harder they come, the harder they fall. was almost like, you know, like, um, what was it, David and Goliath, yeah? Yeah. And like, he falls harder because he's way bigger and he's bigger in it. But yeah, right. so never really thought upon it on a deeper level than that other than today. Whereas like, the more ingrained that thing is, the harder it is to get to get over it. And by harder, you're physically going to be more emotional about it. Even if, say, for the closer that you get to starting talking about it and trying to address it, like, we cannot pretend that this doesn't exist in our society when, That's like, right. our Prime Minister says things like um, watermelon smile pickings, yeah? And apparently yeah, that's did, cool. He did put on an England shirt, didn't he? And he did put some flags up and say, come on, chaps. And, uh, like, what's it called? I can't remember what they call him now because it's all Secretary of State and gone American and thing. Right. But the person who deals with the foreign, pol- the, the foreign policy, like, is it Pretty, Pretty Patel? Very Pretty Patel, yeah. Talking about, um, oh, it's perfectly fine for people to boo. To boo the knee because it's democracy, it's freedom of speech. And, like... I don't know. And, yeah, but <laughs> I just—I'm constantly surprised by your surprise. <laughs> Even after all these years. I went into surprised. London yesterday, yeah, and I'll be honest with you, it was about one o'clock in the afternoon, and we left at about five. At one o'clock, people were drunk, bro, fully yeah. drunk, singing football yeah. songs on road. Yeah. Sorry, on the streets, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Proper going for it, yeah. To oh, the yeah, point that, yeah, I probably—I probably would have felt safer, yeah. Had I not had my my fiance with me, which is a weird feeling, bro, because I don't often feel like that in London, yeah. But I would have felt safer if I didn't have my fiance with me, because you know why, yeah? Because if it had kicked off, I could have just chipped, yeah, and like gone, yeah. Not have to worry. Do you know what I mean? I don't mean that in a horrible way. It was all good. It was nice and fun and friendly at them times. But by the time the match kicked off, I'm thinking, hold on, eight o'clock. So then, man, there that I saw had been yep. drinking since one o'clock, and they already looked drunk to eight o'clock. Then, yeah. Yep, and it's not going to end well. Then they've got another two hours, penalties and everything, yeah? I'm thinking to myself, I couldn't do that amount of drinking in my yard on my couch. Give it a try. That could be our next podcast. Jonathan's attempt at becoming a proper ring of You know what's really sad about this whole, like, you know, it's all just ridiculously disgusting. It's just appalling, all right? Uh, but, there is a but, if they'd won, if Saka had scored or Rashford had scored, They'd won England champions of Europe. It would only be putting it off to the next time. Because every black footballer is just one bad game or one mistake away from getting racially abused. And that's the fact. That's, that's what that is a fact. And people, I would like for people to realise that. I would yeah. like for people to realise that. What, you, and when I say this to you, yeah, what I'm meaning is, I'm putting that out there, but I would like for people to realise that. I'm not throwing it down your throat. I'm not trying to stab the message at you like you're stupid if you don't realise that. What I'm saying, yeah. this is when I was talking to you before about if the message ain't getting across, then change the delivery of the message. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, change it yeah. so that people can hear you rather than, oh, well, you're dumb if you think that, like, booing the knee is a good thing. Well, maybe you feel like that. But how is that bringing that next person who you're talking to anywhere closer to where you want to be? Yeah, I'm more in favour of ramming the message down their throats uh, myself. I think... Uh, because if we'd done this podcast yesterday, you'd have been all happy and we're going to win with your shirt on and free lines and all that. Then, like I say, it's one. Why do you think Rashford didn't take a penalty? Because he ain't stupid. 
today, Prince Charles, I've seen the of the tournament, unless you read the papers, in which case it's been Harry Kane. Um, yeah, but we all know Raheem Sterling's been the best player of the tournament. We all know that Marcus Rashford should be Prime Minister in 20 years' time, right? We all know that. But that journey is just full of potholes of, of racists. And but again, uh, as the tune says, like the tune that I played, he kind of says, um, and as sure as the sun will shine, I'm going to get my share of what's mine because the harder they come, the harder they fall. That's what I know. And yeah, I've just got that saying in such a different way. As in, it's harder for me now at 40 years old, I feel, sir, to see that stuff when I see it however many years ago and it doesn't seem like anything changes. Yeah? But the fact that we can talk about it and actually, like, there are people who feel ashamed of, to be more ashamed, they feel ashamed to be British today, yeah, because of how yeah. they've been portrayed as this is how British people behave. English people, not even going to put, sorry, for Wales, Scotland, and Northern Ireland there. Yeah. Like, not putting you in there. <laughs> but like, do you know what I'm saying? There's people in England who will be ashamed, right? And there will be white pretend. people ashamed as that's, well. No, that's what I'm fair. saying. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what I'm saying. There yeah. will be white people in England who feel ashamed of that behaviour and that they feel, what, if we're, betray- we're not this. We're not, we don't want to be portrayed like this. So I get it. But what I'm saying is we cannot pretend now, oh, well, it's like just a small member of part of society and it doesn't affect no one. Because I'm, I'm telling you now, like some of the things I've seen today have bothered me, bro. They've bothered me to yep. feel like I'm glad I weren't out past five o'clock in London. Yeah, yeah. And I'm definitely glad I weren't at the stadium. Yep. I, you know what's been very interesting for me, this whole journey from um, George Floyd up until today is um, the sadness, I mean, genuine sadness amongst some of my black friends who have always felt that because they've got good jobs um, they've got houses and families and that they're in some way they've pushed through that barrier and when this happens they they just uh, they're just reminded basically of the fact that at the end of the day end of the day they're black and that's and it was real sadness today I'll, I'll direct you to a couple of messages that people have sent me afterwards but genuine distress and upset and confusion as to how have I got to this stage of my life without realizing it you know and that whole thing of um, well if we just work hard and fit in will be accepted. I'm just going to put it out there now, yeah. What my parents were trying to express to me, I believe, in when I was wearing the England shirt, was you can believe that yeah. thing, right? But understand and be prepared for somebody else to tell you that that thing is not real because of the colour of your skin. That's yeah. what they were preparing me for. You understand? Similar thing as I hope was taken from people when I last spoke on the last podcast about the class system. Again, same thing to me. But we're not going to go into that. We covered it. Like, I don't know, man. I'd like to think, after I've said this now, please, anyone who's felt a bit down, like like I have done today, yeah? Uh, yep. Young, young, black, white, Asian, Cuban, whatever, people. Cuban. See what's happened today. Is it Cuban? Have we got a following in Havana now? <laughs> maybe, man. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, but yeah, whatever happened today, if, it, if, it, if what's happened... To, has made you feel away or what we've spoken about has made you feel away listen to that tune jimmy cliff the harder they come and it can allow you to feel even for the three minutes that is on a little bit lighter in yourself This is my tune. Let me play you my tune, mate. My tune. 
If you have a racist friend, now is the time, now is the time for your friendship to end. And the next bit is, if you have a racist friend, now's the time for our friendship to end. You judge a man by the company that he keeps. So if you're surrounding yourself with these people, ta-da, as they say in the east end of London, ta-da, mate. Yeah. And so many people on like Twitter and that, and, they, and they're now social media, you can track down where they work. And that's where social media for good comes in. But unfortunately, it, 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 it generates money, doesn't it? Generates money. You should have to show ID to have a social media account. But yeah, there's Big Brother though. That's like right wing, then they're going to track us. Yeah, or whatever. Because people always can't behave responsibly. Right. The thing is, it could be as such, it could be as such that people who are writing things, not just about about black people now, people yeah. who are writing hateful stuff online could be as such that they're like, just like uh, the kind of person who wouldn't do anything in real life. And they're like, they find they're like almost when you drive a car, it's easier to get road rage, whereas you wouldn't be doing that if you were walking yeah. so much because you feel like you're in this big machine and whatever. Maybe that anonymity makes them brave, right? On the one side. But from the person who's seeing that and who it's directed at, that point to me doesn't really help. Doesn't really help me feel calmer. Like, oh, right, okay, they're, 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 it's, it's just a load of idiots doing a load of idiot stuff. That's the point of someone who isn't the person being spoken of or do, with the bad. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Them. We can't experience it. I've got no idea what you're feeling today. I'll, I've never had that. I can never have that feeling. That's right. And do you know what? I think I was talking to someone on Friday about this very thing. I think it's got worse. I think it's got worse. We're becoming more polarized and we're becoming more divided. Uh, and a lot of that's down to, I think, the impact of social media, but also this whole thing of freedom of speech, because somewhere there's got to be some brakes applied. And on, on Saturday, I was talking to a right wing comedian who was arguing that freedom of speech, um, it, it's got to be the golden principle. You've got to be allowed to say and express whatever you want, even if it is hurtful or harmful. Well, that's interesting because I could just hit you right now in the face with this piece of wood and say it's a piece of wood and I'm just expressing my use of language whilst battering you with it. Anyway, well, why have you got to get violent? I'm like, well, you're, I've got to accept your word. You've got to accept my reaction. Yeah. But no, it doesn't work like that. I just, I just think we need to, uh, right, needs to be acknowledged as to the things that are going on. Um, and there needs to be something to like allow me to feel uh, equal, equality, mate. Equality. Never going to happen. Never going to happen, mate. Won't happen. I think the next generations, that's why I get so upset when they say they're all they're woke. They're not woke. They're just not putting up with this crap. Then, you know, it's not an insult. It should, be a, it should be a positive term. And I think that the younger generations will um, will, will get better at it, you know. Um, like I watched the game last night with a Jamaican friend, um, uh, an Oriental friend. Do we say Oriental now? Asian, Southeast Asian? What do we call it? What do we say now? See, you uh, like Asian. Do you know, Oriental is like um, it's a it's a thing that the colonizers put on that area. So like, okay. say, why did they call it the Orient? I don't know. I don't know. Probably probably, probably as much as someone calling something Sufre or what, I don't really know. But probably something like you said, they didn't take much care over what what they were yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. mean? But you know, um, I was watching the game though, with, and there was a gay guy, and there was you know, and it was it was there was a real mix. There was a good mix, right? And my kids, that's their friends. That's their friends. So. There, there is, 
I think younger people coming together, which is why I'm disappointed to hear that you could come to London and feel scared because I think London isn't England. London. Well, I this is my point, bruv. I suppose what made me feel, I wouldn't say scared, but aware, bruv, like heightened awareness, you understand? I don't know if I can really explain that to you as not having necessarily been in that sort of situation, right? But like just being like on your toes, isn't it? Basically, I suppose is the best way to put it. And it wasn't from the fear of Londoners necessarily, right? It was, there was a lot of different people about different accents, whatever, from all over the country, super drunk, mainly guys. Hey. Do you know what I mean? Like shouting, rear, rear, rear. And you know that all it could be is like just all, all of a sudden it's shouting at you and you might have to just take that as you walk off. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? That's yeah. just the way it is. Um, yeah. And like, that was my whereabouts. But knowing I had like my fiance with me made another heightened level of like my eyes were open and miles on my toes. Do you know what I mean? Because it's not like yeah, I my, just... my son came down from Liverpool on a train. He was, he was up there for the weekend and he took the train at home and he was, he was sending me pictures from the carriage and messages and every station, more and more drunk England fans were getting on to come to London to be part of it. I mean, yeah, exactly. Right. But I mean, at this time of day, it was a real nice, it was a real woohoo vibe, real energised, yeah. But I thought at one o'clock, if it's that, it's peaked, it's at its peak at one o'clock. Everything's friendly, people are singing funny songs, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. saying hello to people, do you know what I mean? At one o'clock, we were like, I'm so glad that we're not here this evening, basically. And they said, anyway, let's stop going into that. Let me talk about something else. Right. So I used to grow up in a place called Kettering, yeah. And I remember when I used to, live in Kettering I went to school in a place called Corby Corby has a lot of uh, it was the last place to have like a, a mining community teeth it was the last place to have teeth <laughs> right <laughs> it consistently gets voted the worst place in the UK to live okay half um, my family lived there we've had this conversation before yeah, I used to go to all the time as a kid right so you'll remember this yeah I remember when I first went from Kettering to Corby I was going to school in Corby right I had a really good school day. I went to this school and I first went into a shop I stayed with a mate went into a shop and in the shop from when you walk into the door of the shop yeah it was like an alleyway which was about a meter wide so you'd struggle to get two people past each other and at the end of the shop like there was like a window but it was all perspex so you could see what was in the shop but yeah, you could yeah. touch it right you, you could touch it. it you had to point to it and they would go you and had get to it. point to it yeah, yeah. a man yeah. would walk all the way down to the front of the shop he'd grab what yeah. you say and say this one you go no that one you go this one you're like yeah I was thinking to myself the other day, because I know, have you ever seen, you've seen that in Corby, right? I've seen, yeah, yeah, I, I, the off-licence in, uh, well, I lived in Manchester was like it, and also when we used to go to Corby, I know, the, I know exactly what you're talking about. So, this is a huge point, because that was one of my points, do you reckon they do it anywhere else, and you've just said Manchester, I reckon it happened in... Yeah, the... and also, America, it's very, a lot of places in America they do it. Right, so, what made me think about it was, yeah, in Corby, for example, how vexed was that guy, at the point where he said, yeah. do you know what, yeah? I'm just going to perspex the whole shop. The whole shop. Like How much thievery did he have to buy? Do you know with? what I'm saying? And then imagine the next time the thief comes in and he's like, oh, oh this has changed. Plastic. You know, Foiled by plastic. Do you know? When I say perspex now, I mean like plastic. Like Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. You couldn't, hard, you couldn't hard smash screen. through it. Like. No. But you see what happens is them community shops, they keep the community going, but they get robbed. So when, when I lived in Hackney, when we had the riots, our community shop, that you could go down there if you couldn't write and the man would write you a letter or, you know, if you need something translating or you could even let you have things on credit. And he knew a lot of time we weren't going to get paid back. He was an old kind of Muslim guy and he just believed in helping people. Then we had the riots and they cleaned out his shop. They just cleaned it out, right? And he was he was broken because you can't get insurance in them areas. And then everybody around the place had a collection to restock his shop. We all put money in to restock it. 
And people who knew anyone who robbed that shop would grasp them up to the police. Because that's, that's how hard is that you trying to run a business? Mm-hmm. For real, man. I'm just thinking, like, that man must have been, or woman, uh, or just person, must have been of... super vexed, yeah? <laughs> like, I know it's wrong, yeah, but at that point where they were like, do you know what, yeah? That's it. That's it, yeah? I've got, I've got a plan. And then Mrs. would be like, what are you doing, Derek? <laughs> we're doing a garage. I have a delivery of plastic. Derek must have been vexed, when people used to go shoplifting, they used to like look left and right, wear a big coat and pretend that their arm was in the pocket, but you keep their hand out through the buttons and come up. And now they just walk in, pick it up, look at the man like we can do and walk out. Yeah. Even if there's cameras, they don't care. They do not care. No. Coffee was always the one that, um, cause you got, you got Nick things that you can resell. So coffee was always a good one. Cause you could pick up a couple of jars of that and make a fiver in the pub. Just literally come out of the shop and go across the road to the pub and, and sell the coffee for like two quid. And then very often the man would go into the pub at the end of the day and the landlord would give him back stuff that people had tried to sell that they'd nicked. It was a hilarious place to live. Right. Oh. hilarious and hilarious. Um, I just want to put something out there about maybe I'm old, yeah, or maybe etiquette has been lost, right? Etiquette. Yeah, because, like, for me, I don't know, man, there was a time when you allow people to privacy of their own mind in public spaces yeah i'll say that again there was a time when you allowed people to privacy of their own mind in public spaces and recently i've realized people will either speak on the phone on loudspeaker just like yeah. whether yeah. in the changing room at the gym or yeah. like on a butt well you know i mean on a bus or, or on a train um or they'll just sit there watching stuff like whatever it is it could have swearing in or whatever yeah and it could be youths about yeah and they don't really? care blood then it's out to the open and you know what that really vexes me it's like but it's like i was on an airplane and a man next to me started watching porn and i looked at him i said mate you can stop playing with yourself he went what i said what are you doing why are you watching this he goes if you don't like it don't look i'm like no mate you need to turn that off because there's people all around you have but a bit imagine of respect that yeah on loudspeaker blood do you know what I he mean? He had headphones on, to be fair to him, but... I mean, I, I don't know, I don't think so that my the message... lack of being able to hear it detracted from the plot, to be honest with you. I think she was going to help them five men, regardless. My... <laughs> my... <laughs> <laughs> my message being, like, anyone who, like, manages to watch this, like, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, yeah, man, maybe think about not having your phone on loudspeaker when you're out in public. And then maybe... Man, you think I'm really bossy today, aren't you? Yeah, I just feel, I just feel like, come on, man. You're just, like, fed up and... Society needs oh, to fix up, mate. You need to get yourself um, a banana milkshake that will... I don't do dairy, bruv. No, but that's why you need to do it. Then you'll be in that toilet, you'll be vomiting, it'll give you something else to think <laughs> about. Itching. It's, it's miserable. You'll come out in hives. <laughs> Misery loves company. You're not bringing me down. What are you doing? You've even tidied up the kitchen in the background. Get on with you. You've not done any work today. You just tied it up because you're so vexed. No, I've done loads of work. I was um, it distracted me from like. Anyway, all I'm saying is like, we need to realise these things are there. Do you know what I mean? People sit there on their phone on loudspeakers. If like, it could be your, it could be your daughter, it could be your cousin. Do you know what I mean? Just let generally you know spread do, the though? message. I, I, I've got into trouble before now. I nearly got punched for doing this once. When the guy was talking, I I joined in the conversation as if I thought he was. <laughs> That's and he was like, he's going, yeah, uh, he's got his phone in his hand like this, going, yeah, so what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just uh, standing next to you, mate. 
He's like, yeah, look, some idiot next to me is talking. I went, yeah, I've got one of them as well. He goes, what do you think you're funny, mate? I went, sorry, I thought you were talking to me. See, No, you know I wasn't talking to you. I ain't got time for that. That's the thing. I ain't got time for that. So I just, I ain't got the energy for that. So I just feel like, I don't know, sitting there vexed. Maybe that's like, I've, I've become too English. Just sit there See, vexed. evil about the shirt off, mate. You should have moaned about the bins next, didn't you? I tell you what's going downhill. St. Albans. Oh, what? They've even got black people fixing the gas meters. What's going on? <laughs> I can't get over. You were surprised to see a black man as a, as a gas man. Mate, you're so caring. You're missing, you're missing the point of the whole thing. It was a beautiful moment where we both gave each other this look, right? Which is not recognised, yeah? It's not recognised by people secret, outside of the black community. Secret um, BAME look. It, it was, no, it was a, <laughs> a secret BAME look. you got secret BAME looks going on, mate. I tell you what, she's at Stark. There's two funny things about it. I said, like, black people, and you said the secret BAME look. All the same. No, all the same, mate. All the same. The Orientals. Here's the thing, right? <laughs> it was soft laugh. Yeah, I, I get I get that you have that kind of um, look of recognition. Um, my friend Gary is from um, Zimbabwe. And if you ever know anyone from Zimbabwe, they're the funniest people. So when he first comes to England, he goes, I could not believe what I saw in the supermarkets. It's white people working in the supermarket. I had to ring home. Go, Mama, they've got white people packing my bags. Look, I took a photo. Yes, me and the white guy packing my bags. Brilliant, mate. He just, he just didn't expect it. I'm like... Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. Yeah, it was pure joke. What, what, what else were you going to say to me today? I was just going to ask you, how did you feel now that you've been wearing an English shirt with Pride for a month? But I think we've covered that. <laughs> Hex don't wear my Celtic shirt today. Do you know, um, I was wearing my Denmark shirt throughout the tournament. And I, when England played the semi-final, we had to go to, uh, we had to a party. Then we watched the England, uh, the quarterfinal England-Ukraine game. And I had a, I had a Denmark t-shirt on. And the amount of abuse I was getting, I, I had to put on an accent and... I had to uh, say that uh, I'm wearing it because of uh, where I am from in uh, Urhus. Uh, I'm I've been I'm living in England for uh, maybe seven to ten years now. Uh, but I, I like though, the people who, and this is a broad generalization, but the people who would be seriously angry with you wearing that shirt wouldn't need an accurate accent. It would just need to be an accent, in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, who are you wearing that for? Well, you know, because when I first came coming to England. I want everyone to know uh, that I, uh, of my history and where I'm from. Um, yeah, so it's good fun, really. Wow. wow. And plus, it was a cool shirt. I do like a bit of red. I do, yeah. What was, what was your track? Sorry, what was your track? You didn't uh, even say what the track was called. Friend by the Specials. Craziest Friend by the Specials. Racist Friend. Racist, racist friend. friend. If you have a racist friend. It doesn't sound right, that accent, does it? If you have a racist friend. I'm going to end up speaking with a Zimbabwe accent now for the rest of the evening. But big up, man. I've... Uh... I've said my piece. I've stopped being so grumpy now and all. God, misery, mate. I'm yeah. going to have to lie down after this. <laughs> oh, here's one for you. Um, I don't even know if I should really put this in here. But like, you know, I don't know. What do you want? Bill Cosby or Instagram? Oh, Bill Cosby. Right. So like, he was released um, recently, having served yeah. two years of a three yeah. to ten year sentence. Now, I, I don't know enough about the, the situation to know to be able to say whether I think he did something or he didn't do something. Um, but he did this thing, I think, when he left, right? Yeah. And I didn't, re- I forgot that that was his thing, right? So as it was either as he left or as he walked in or whatever, I don't know where the footage comes from, but he kind of went like this. The thing he did, oh, oh, he did a little look, right? 
yeah. But yeah. like, that's yeah. his thing. I forgot yeah, that was his thing. His, things, his other things is putting drugs into women's drinks and then raping them with a black hat. Oh, there's Bill. Which one's he doing today? <laughs> oh, mate. Don't let him surf and be on a bar. No, wrong. He's a wrong one. Even out of 110 women are lying. You know, it's possible, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, do you know what I do think is mad, though, is how they can have such a high-profile case and make such simple mistakes as what I heard was happening. Mistakes? Do you, do you not watch Columbo? They don't make mistakes. <laughs> They they forget bits. They lose bits of evidence. Yeah, yeah shocking well, man. Yeah. Didn't he get Didn't he get let out? Wasn't part of it because when he when he confessed, part of the agreement was that they would never lock him up for it. I didn't see anything about a confession. I need to. I'm gonna do my research. I'm gonna come yeah, back to you research. on the next show yeah. and find out more from the John Ryan uh, monologues of Bill Cosby. Uh, Mate, I've got, I've got to do them all. Got, to, got to do them. He never missed a penalty, though, did he? It's not all of them. <laughs> do you know what I think is really... I'm sure to keep going about this. I just think that the logic of... Hang on. If you go, oh, the, you know, the missed penalties, it's their fault, we're out. But Raheem Sterling's goals kept them in. So uh, it must be confusing being a racist. That's do you know, right? I was thinking, like, how, yeah, how can you get so angry about it? Like, yeah. And I don't know, man. I suppose... It's like if if a traffic warden vexes me and he happens to be a white dude, I'm not then yeah. going to walk off being like angry with all white dudes. And do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, there's no logic to it. Don't don't um, try and put logic to it. Don't put it down to a mental health problem. Just put it down to it. there's some bad nasty people out there, um, and True. they are not popular. Because I think one of the good things is the way that it's all been jumped on, all been jumped on. People coming out condemning it. Yes, it. but I want to see action, action. I'm not saying like, look, because it can be jumped on and pe- it can be popularized to say certain things. This is the same thing I was saying about the whole taking the knee thing, right? It can become a popular statement as if to say, well, we've done this thing, so now we're done, yeah? Like, because yeah. we've shown that we're all aware that if you go outside after a black player's <laughs> played a, hit a penalty, then you can feel scared for your life and have to run down the road or leave your bus, right? But there needs to be a change, mate. There needs to be action, even baby steps. Like, fewer the people who have said nasty things, like, being re-educated upon the nasty things they're saying. I know you're thinking that's not going to happen. Yeah, well, I remember, I remember when Ian Wright got abused and it turned out the boy was like 15 or something and um, his mum said that uh, he needed a good slap. Because it's always got to be on a mum. You know, some of it. You can't. I don't think you can just be racist when you go out the front door. And like you take, when you go home, you take your racism off and hang it up. But I suppose that's the fearful thing as well. Like, how many people do I interact with on a day-to-day that's secretly in their mind? And the thing is, I understand 100%. And this goes out to anyone who it has affected as well. I do believe, yeah, that that's part of the tactic as well. So, like, you put some vile stuff out there, then, and I see that that's directed towards black people. I'm more likely to share that with my black family and loved ones because... Yeah. I'm wanting them to be careful and be right. Yeah. So their message gets spread more than a message of love necessarily, right? So I've got to believe that the majority of people don't feel like that. But that majority of people need to like help we re-educate the rest. Yep. And I think I'll leave it there, bruv. Just do it. Right. I'm a JP. That's JR. You're so you're so down now. You can't even say your name. I'm JP. <laughs> I'm just a shape.
I'm John Ryan for the benefit of our American and our Cuban. Um, I would, how do I say, I am John Ryan in Spanish. I don't know, actually. I don't know. But I'm kind of no, skanking like, to the music I can imagine in the background. Do it, just. Mm, he's a John Ryan. <laughs> I did speak Spanish. I'd always say, like, a Mexican. I think, yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's it's not a different Spanish, though, isn't it? But anyway, anyway you know, moving on. I'm John Ryan. I'm Jonathan Prince. You've been brutally honest. Big up. Catch you Goodbye. soon, buddy. We don't know no lies. Resonating vibes in